Excuse me. <laughs> I think I'm in the wrong apartment. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a, a, a jolt because it's a, a different setting for me so like we recorded here before but it's just it's been like a year ish almost almost two i think no no it hasn't has it been yeah almost two? time flies so fast that's that on a relationship preservation strategy mm. well no it's been almost two years since we met but <clears throat> i feel like I haven't been by under a year. Okay, so let's chat about this because for research, I decided yeah. to go back and listen to as much as I can handle okay. of the first podcast and I couldn't handle much because wow. I was so giggly yeah. and super childish, I felt like, in the way that I was speaking. It's hard not to get that way around <laughs> me. No, <laughs> with you, yeah. yeah. Um, and part of our conversation, our banter the first time was, oh, this is the last time we're going to talk. Like, this is the final. Ha ha, yeah. Ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex just, you know, wanted to get me on the podcast. Yeah. And now we're sort of done. Mm. So it's funny that that worked out the way it did. But I genuinely think what we did there was re- relationship preservation. Uh, yeah. We just didn't talk about it before we did it, which was poor communication on our side. I think we just kind of both got busy. And... Yeah. And I think that I felt myself kind of like not really being my authentic self around you anymore. I was, I don't know, maybe oh. because I was busy and right. because you were busy, like we were never actually paying attention to each other anymore. I, Did you notice that? I th- yeah, I think so. It's also like um, a lot of things happening for, for both of us. Totally. Like I started a new job. I moved, I moved three times in the past three times. Like, year. It's, it's hasn't, it's been stressful. I don't really wise. date a guy that moves more than once a year. Just want to put that out Good there. Good thing we're not dating. No, but do, do would you understand why? Yeah, oh, okay, I think. Cool. But it's also. <laughs> what does that mean? Sorry. No, I, I, I get, I get it. Ew, stop moving. I get it. I think it's more so. I choose situations where there's a high. It's like high reward in a sense, but also high risk. Sure. Um, like I'll, I'll find a place and I'm like, oh, this is such a good deal. And then I'm like, oh, these red flags and I'm like, I'll deal with it. It's such a good deal. I'll deal with it. And then eventually I'm like, that is not worth a good deal. I got to bounce. The cons overweigh the prawn, the prawn, the (laughs) The cons overweigh the The pros to begin with, (laughs) but you never wanted to like really see it for what it was. Yeah. And also like, Hmm. It's so hard to find a nice place in Vancouver that's not, you know, taking out your kidneys. I'm never moving. I've decided now. And I know, like, it's kind of shitty to be stuck in your first downtown Vancouver apartment. But um, with the current rental prices, there's no way. It's crazy. You were saying, like, the the price went up 500 bucks within the first, like, six months or something. Somebody who lives literally one floor and one unit over pays $550 more a month than I do. And he moved in one year to like almost to the day after Crazy. I did. So yeah. I think that I'm staying, um, which is good. I like my apartment. It gives me everything I need, but Alex has a problem with the neighborhood cause I'm 
his face. <laughs> I think it's no, I think it's fine. But what I was saying, what I was gonna say, um, in regards to all of it, like us going for things on our own in our own separate lives. Mm-hmm. It's also I probably have been downtown maybe like four times or six, like four to five times in the last like eight months. So let's talk about why, because you were always here for comedy. Yeah. And now... And then, well, I also worked... I didn't work. <laughs> I also worked kind of close-ish. Yeah. But now I work all the way in Burnaby. And yeah. So it's in, yeah. And I live kind of in between here and there. And the five times I did come downtown is mostly a couple times for a show and mostly for mushrooms. Mush, are you heavy on the train now? Which Not heavy. Like, I, are you yeah, still microdosing? Microdose, Yeah. Honestly, there is a place called Forest, and I frequent it probably once a month. I pick up maybe 14 grams. <laughs> that lasts me a good amount of time with my with my friends. Yeah. Like, I'm usually the supplier of a good time. Right. So, we'll probably do, like, one to two friend functions where we'll go, like, we went to go see the Love Lights in Capilano. We picked a designated driver because we're old. And, mm-hmm. you know, everybody else. And it was the most hilarious, hysterical, fun night of our lives. But sometimes on a Friday night, like I try to do every second Friday on my own. Yeah. I really just... What do you mean on your own? Like hang out just... By myself. Right. Just like, you know, make myself like a big salad in my mm. big salad bowl. But that's... Something to watch on TV. Or maybe I'm going for a big long nature walk. Like I've exhausted my dog. It's me time, me and my headphones. But I manifest what I want to sort of think about on this journey. And then I I eat about like a gram and a half of mushrooms. And I just go on these like really insane sort of self-discovering journeys, which have led me to a lot of like really great places, I think. So when you say by yourself and you tire up your dog... Your dog isn't there when you go on those walks? No, uh, no. like I would leave him here because it's, it's just a different experience, I think, like... Obviously, when you have a dog or, I mean, any sort of dependent, you're focused on them. But when it's just me, like, oh, I can cross the street by myself. Well, at the end of the day, he is a dependent. <laughs> if yeah, he was yeah, to yeah. be lost on the streets, like, are you kidding? Yeah. Is Jack Harlow looking at us? <laughs> He's out of here. He's not going to make He's it. He's pampered. Yeah. yeah, he walks the seawall. Such like, a what? cutie. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so, yeah, we... But you also made it sound like we haven't talked since we no recorded. alex is lovely at keeping up we've, um, we've hung out it's just i think sporadic like nowhere yeah. as near as we used to we used to do fun things together like make dinner and like watch comedy and like yeah. hang out hang out but now we like hang out to catch up yeah that's life what's going yeah. on but that's totally typical um it's actually happened with like a lot of my relationships as you can imagine Same, i've yeah. had a lot of big life changes since we last spoke um what are the biggest ones so far I got canned from my fucking career job. <laughs> I thought that was it. And when I called Alex, he said, saw that one coming. But then he was very comforting after. But yeah. you you said that first. And I was like, <laughs> on this day, my heart broke. And I, I literally mourned that for like a year. I didn't even feel my divorce. I Because when I first moved out, like I was drunk and having fun and yeah. sleeping with randoms like you and just like oh, yeah. having a good time. And, and then when I got when I got 
fired. It was just like so fucking sobering. It seemed like an identity crisis. I had no idea who I was outside the four walls of that building. I picked it over my marriage every single time. I picked it over my relationships. I picked it over my well-being. And now here I was without this thing that I put Mm. on the highest pedestal closest to fucking God that I possibly could. And that's why I was not surprised. Yeah, 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 yeah. I invested so much of my heart, my soul, spirit, like all of these things into this place that it literally took me a full year to get over it. And like a lot of friendships had to be severed. Like a lot of really close ones Mm. had to be. And it's just because, you know, I think in order for me personally to get over it, I needed as much separation as I could have. Right. And it just became you know, sort of a bitter reminder every time I saw these people, particularly people that I thought would maybe come through for me in a different way. I felt really disappointed and yeah. I, you don't want to be reminded of that constantly. So it's the problem with uh, businesses that, um, build their culture and like we're a family. It's sort of cult like a little bit yeah. because they give you like the gym and the chef and oh, like, the gym was so nice. you don't have to go home. Um, <laughs> you don't have to go home because like, you have breakfast served to you there and then you can take a break and, and yeah. do like a spin class or a Pilates class with a personal trainer. And then Insane. you have all these like gorgeous places to sit and these lovely things and happy hour on Thursdays. And you build such a community yeah. that, you know, for me, when I was in a really bad place in my marriage, it really became like the only thing I would go home and dread it and look forward to waking up the next morning and going to work again yeah, and hang out with my friends yeah. and having a good time. So to have like all of that kind of just taken away from me before you were even ready for it. Like I used to walk around like I was hot shit. Like nobody could touch me. I'm legacy. I remember. You know, like everybody knows who I am. I'm funny. I'm cool. I dress fun. Like, and that was true. All of those things were, it took me a long time. I think to realize that actually like both things can exist in the same space. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I went on quite a journey after that. And then, you know, somewhere between finally reconciling with that chapter of my life being closed, I started to look around and recognize, oh my God, I've completely lost my circle. Right. You know, who would be here for me right now? My husband. Aww. So then I started feeling my divorce and I just fucking spiraled. Like it was, I was in a really bad place for six months, like teetering on, I'm going to call him and I'm going to say like, Let's get our family back together. We have two dogs. Like, we can do this. Dude, he's been in a relationship since six weeks after we broke up. You know what I mean? And I'm unhinged at this point. Like, I've lost everything. What am I going to do? I gambled it all. And I lost my husband, my rose, you know, my partner. It took a lot of, like recording voice notes of talking to myself to be honest this is the this is part of the gold package deal that you would get with my stellar podcast fetch in the city um it's not out yet not out yet no it's been a conceptual idea for yeah. about and two, don't you dare two steal that name we'll no it's find good. you into the ground kill you no nobody's going to kill you um yeah no i just i think that having to reconcile with those losses so close back to back to each other Mm. really like taught me a a lot of life lessons. But do you think that, um, back to, uh, me thinking it's not the best area in the city. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure everyone in downtown hears this constantly though. Yeah, no, I, I hear it constantly, but, but I'm not quite downtown. What I wanted to say is, do you, or at least ask, is um, do you think those 
I'm trying to word it properly. Uh, do you think those uh, like wants and emotions uh, to to reconnect and be like, hey, let's get this back together was more so trying to get back to the comfort and because you were faced with so much discomfort at that time that you're like, instead of kind of going through it and dealing with the pain, you're like... Yeah. Trying to... Twofold. Yeah, right. This, yes. And then second is I've been doing some like pretty extensive different forms of therapies. I've been taking this time alone to like really focus on myself. And me and my therapist, Wendy, really boiled down, I think, the root of all my issues. Yeah. I think we like finally found the problem. Shout out to Wendy. I just want a family. Yeah. Like I just... Yeah. Ultimately, what it boils down to is I just want a good supportive system that's going to mm. love and care for me. And I want to pour that same love and care back into those people. Right. And so it sucks. My family isn't that close. Like my direct family. I wanted a family so bad. I tried to get one at 21 with the wrong person. Shitty. You know what I mean? And then I had this family at my old job. And then that was just one day you have it. Then literally blindsided like the next day. Crazy. I didn't even like come to what was happening until three days later. And I was like, yeah. Whoa, I don't have a job. How am I going to afford rent in this apartment? <laughs> um, so all of that was kind of taken away from me. And I think the once we figured out that that was at the root core, like all of my issues kind of stem from that, it yeah. was sort of taking the time to build, okay, well, how am I going to rely on myself to get these energies that I so badly crave from other people? Mm. And we've been finding a lot of really great outlets. Like I talk about this with everybody, cold plunging. I think I told you the first time I met you. Wild. Amazing for your body, for your mind, your spirit, your soul. You're, I can't say enough good things. You're basically a Joe Rogan right now. Yeah, I know. I'm so <laughs> annoying. I've, I can't even get take through like it, one hour of his podcast, let alone the three that he yeah, does. And take, it's like top of the charts. Like everybody listens to it. Yeah. Three hours of your day listening to this guy. Gotta be doing something right. I know. Good for him. I wow. can't talk shit because... Uh, I'm releasing a, uh, an hour and a half every week. So <laughs> thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thank you. Do you have more listeners now than we did two years ago when I sat here? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. There's uh, a bunch more that are like consistent listeners. Yeah. But it still depends on like from episode to episode. Is, it, is your um, demographic mostly female or male? Ooh, it used to be mostly female. Yeah. Now it's kind of a mix. Can you see a tracking on like non-binary and others or is it just male or female? It's all based on like Spotify because I use the free, like the Anchor, well now it's uh, Spotify podcasts, but I use their free uh, hosting software so it doesn't give you the best analytics Yeah, and it's only based on... Like, I don't know, does your Spotify know if you're a woman or a man? No, um, so I think it asks you, actually, are you male, female? That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, so those are the stats, to, stats you yeah, get. Okay, yeah. interesting. Um, but if I switch to something more well, professional, I'd know a bit. If the humans want to know. At first I was yeah. going to say if the girlies want to know, because I thought it would be such like a female-predominant yeah. podcast. But if the humans want to know, do you remember what episode we did originally? I think 30-something, 8? The number. Five. Yeah, I mean, it's been a year, so 35. 50. Somewhere yeah. between 30 and, thir and 38, I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. um, anyways, back to cold plunging. Um, can we do like a trigger warning here? Uh, yeah. Trigger uh, warning. Trig Sexual assaults. Yeah. If somebody's like upset and doesn't want to hear about this next part of the story. Yeah. So 
after I found cold plunging, it was the first time I started kind of coming back into my body after I went through a sexual assault like a year and a half ago, which you and I were still very friendly during that time. Right. Remember, I think I texted you first and you told me exactly what to do. Yeah. Um, I was so sad about my job and then I was so spirally about my ex-husband and then I, you know, I finally saw the other side of that because I was like, okay, crazy bitch, like there's a reason that we went through this process. I'm very lucky and privileged to live the life I live now. And then, boom, almost a year to the day, it was time to feel what happened with that guy from Bumble, which um, was a super unfortunate incident that happened in my home where I was, you know, raped. Unfortunately, that's what happened. So um, I think having all three of those things kind of happen back to back and then having such like a delay in feeling all of those emotions, um, really kind of fucked with me because I felt, and I, I felt like everybody in my circle was sort of like, Oh, you should be further along in your healing journey. I think the only issue was I wasn't finding like the right ways to heal. Mm -hmm. So when I found cold plunging, you know, I think everybody has things in their body that they really don't like. I've gained weight, lost weight, gained weight. For those of you following along, I'm in my gained weight era, but that's okay. You look great. What <laughs> Thank do you, mean? you Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, I think it's the confidence speaking through, actually. Mm. I know I'm hot. <laughs> that's the energy you have to have, I'm hearing. Yeah. In order to feel your best. Put a pin in that, because I want to talk about Bumble and that in a second. Right. But um, when I started cold plunging, it was the first time I sort of felt comfortable since the assault happened to take my clothes off, especially Mm. in a public setting, but everyone was so cold and then subsequently so hot that they didn't have time. I I certainly wasn't spending my time looking at people's bodies and judging people's bodies and wondering what those people's bodies went through, Mm. but cold plunging, like sitting in there, especially when like you watch the timer and you're like, it is two degrees and I've been in here for six minutes, like incredible what my body can do. I really felt like I was finally reclaiming my body away from this like vicious man that did something terrible to me and like it was my mm. body again. So every time I go to the cold punch place, I push myself, push myself, push myself because now I know more than ever that my body is capable of literally anything. Um, yeah, so that's awesome. Lots of bad shit, short yeah. period of time. Now I'm gonna cry because it's, I'm literally on my period. <laughs> but um, I think that. All of those things had to happen in the subsequent nature that they did Mm. in order for me to be here. Well, it it makes sense with cold plunging that, because like you said, it's such a, I I would somewhat equate it to working out for me where it's like a body meditation. You do amazing things with your body, I remember. But you're also focused on how your body feels. Mm -hmm what sort of sensations you're experiencing. You're breathing. You're breathing. Your and because they're really so empty. intense. Yes. You, there's not really time for thought because you're kind of, I guess the only thought you're getting is get the fuck out of this bath, at least at first. Yes. Yeah. And then you're kind of pushing that away because you know you want to do it. And, and it's then, quite euphoric. Yeah. Really. And you're, you're focusing on, on the time, on the breathing, on your body. So music. Music. I put on the saddest thought. So the, yeah. <laughs> the first time I sat in the, cold plunge for longer than like 45 seconds Adele love in the dark that song has always made me cry and I'm like I bet you I bet you I will not cry in this cold plunge because it's too cold to cry so let's give it a whirl sat there for the whole song was just feeling it singing to myself did you cry no you can't wow you can't wow and now that song doesn't make me cry anymore take that Adele uh I was gonna say that I I think every woman should 
should experience the cold plunge. Why women? Because then they'll realize that three minutes is a long time. (laughs) (laughs) I was actually talking about this today with my friend um, and neighbor, Joey, Mm -hmm. who took my dog. Thank you, Joey. Thank Um, you, Joey. So Joey and I have known each other for a really long time. We've Mm -hmm. both lived in this building, whatever. But um, recently we became friends and we were talking today about having sex yeah um, oh and we like uh just in general or together no 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 not together he's a sibling <laughs> oh, okay yeah that's really weird um he's a sibling but i've recently started seeing somebody new for the first time since the nice. incident which is really exciting for me and yesterday was maybe like our fourth or fifth time having sex and it was like so much better than it was the previous times, right. and I think it's because obviously getting we're getting to know each other yeah. a little bit more. We were a little bit more intimate, whatever. So I'm telling Joey because he walked in here five minutes post coital looking for his keys, right? And he's like, "The vibe yesterday was so weird." Like, <laughs> and I'm like, like yeah, "Dude, just... I wasn't lying. Like yeah. I told you what what it just happened." And so I told him, you know, like we had like an hour and a half of acrobatic fun sex and yeah. Joey was blown away like an hour and a half. Doesn't happen all the time. Let it's me... not like an hour and a half of penetration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like an hour and a half of like having a good time, exploring each other's bodies, yeah. etc. Like yeah. if you're into your partner, that's probably like a fun thing, a normal thing to do. Yeah. But he seemed like shocked that that was a possibility. Eventually I wore him down and he's like, yeah, like maybe you have sex and then you cuddle and then you have sex again. But you know, but like, I don't think that he does it very often. So I'm wondering if that's a thing. Is it usually like a 20 minutes and go? Remember, I've been out of the game for quite a while. Right. Yeah. Um, I think it depends on... Okay, so I'll, 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 I guess I'll talk from my experience now in terms of uh, sexual intercourse. Uh, I think it... <laughs> Why do you have to say it like I that? I don't know. I don't in know. In terms of um, sexual I, I don't intercourse. Know. I don't know because it's a little awkward, I guess. I, I realized enough. halfway through the sentence, I'm like, I don't want to be bragging. Um but it, it really okay. depends. I mean, it depends on... on. Be very careful what you say, yeah. considering. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, think it, I think it depends on the situation. Like you said, if, if you're exploring each other's bodies the, and you're not like on a time crunch. Okay. And then you can... And you if you have the ability to uh, stretch out the excitement, like if you're not like... Sure. Wanting to, to get into it. To completion. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, then, yeah, that's that's totally normal. Okay, cool. Because it's something yeah. that I've realized that I really enjoy, but I'm worried, like, oh, do not all men enjoy this? Like, am I am I going to be I think it, subjected yeah, I, to a life of quick 20-minute fucks for the rest of my quick life? Quick 20 minutes. Okay, I don't like that. Uh, Foreplay <laughs> to ending 20 minutes? It's your decoration falling out. It's, I'm not okay. doing well. Okay. Um, that's kind of quick, no? Okay, I th- we'll start. We'll start. Uh, there's a siren. Okay, I think we'll start quite a debate here in terms of okay. what's quick, what's not. Okay. I think it depends what what the don't end get me wrong. Is. Nothing. Absolutely. Do you want to? Yeah. Come quickly or no? Yeah. Um, no, no, no. I'm saying that. A quick fuck where required is a good time. Yeah. But I just want to know for sure, like, in other situations. I think that it all depends on circumstance. Sure. Where, like, if do I have the evening blocked out? Well, the circumstances yesterday were yeah. good. Yeah. 
Perfect. That's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm saying like in terms of, you know, s- schedule and availability yeah. and what we're doing and what the dynamic is, sure. what the relationship is. Like, of course, you can have like you can have sex, uh, I guess, to completion on either side or both sides and then just cuddle yeah, right. and, and talk yeah. and, and then get back into it or sure. you know hydrate does that count as like we had sex for an hour if you do that i guess yeah aftercare is an important part of sex yeah i think sure yeah every, no i'll buy it I yeah because they say any experience could be sexual if you divide it d- define it as sexual you know? i guess yeah, yeah actually yeah i never thought about it how that would way. you split up the hour and a half that you've been having in terms of stages Oh my god, are you really going to put me on the spot like this? That's so uncomfortable. You brought it up. Okay, fine. I mean, you don't have to answer it, no, of course. Answer. Yeah. It's like a combination of everything in between. A good pounding, yeah. a gentle loving. Let's see, okay, describe it like a... Let's say, okay, okay, right, right. let's say it was a... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Emily, happy graduation. <laughs> We love you. Hollow's got decorations hanging. Uh, the worst as... wedding planner ever. No. Just kidding. I'm kidding. You're quite, no, I'm very confident. Solid. I'm very confident yeah. in my abilities. Yeah. Thank uh, you. you described it as not the best tape and, and things are falling off and it's, it's kind of funny. Well. It's like these uh, pom-pom thingies, right? <laughs> Paper pom-poms. Yeah, they're something. so cute. Yeah, there are. They're just falling. It's funny. Um, all right. Let's imagine it like a video. Okay. Not that there is a video. Ooh. <laughs> There's, there is videos. Yeah. Have you seen my shower setup? No. It's sick. That photo there is me. Oh, okay. I'll, you didn't know that? No, I didn't. We'll, we'll, we'll see it later. You have to look later. at it later. Anyways, um, so let's say it's like a video and there's timestamps in the video. Sure. You know, like... Uh, okay, yeah. Minute 1 to 15. Yeah. Foreplay. Okay, what's involved in foreplay? Making out, nipple play, whatever, touching, etc. Whatever. Bringing some ice. Do whatever you want to do. Ice. Spice it up, bitch. You're so boring. You're not actually that boring. So, like, why are you acting uh, surprised? Because it's, like, the fifth time. No, not with this guy. Oh, just in, in general. general. But do you want to know with this guy? No, like, I... I 1 to 15 minus the ice. Yeah, yeah sure. I'll introduce okay. the ice next time, buddy. Okay, okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, foreplay. And then, like, maybe seven minutes of fucking. Like... And then maybe, like... Mm, Eight minutes of chilling out, like, mm. oh, making out, whatever, hanging out, touching each other. And then, like, maybe 12 minutes of making love in a few different positions. Right. That's nice. Yeah. And then maybe some I love more. how you split up the fucking and the making love. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot yeah. of... Um, Differences. No. Well, oh. no. Well, yeah. What were you, you going to say? Well, I, I wouldn't even call it making love. Like, gentle, lovey stuff. Well, what the smut books would describe as making love versus fucking. Yeah. I prefer both. Yeah. Why pick? I prefer both. <laughs> no one's making yes. issues. Um, and then like a little bit more of other stuff, you know. What is it called? Oral sex? Right. Oral sex. What is it called? I was going to say dick sucking. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then like maybe some more fucking and then it's over. Okay. And then you snuggle. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I'd say you got to. Like that's a good hour. Yeah. Time, hour 15. I mean, Time flies, you know. Time flies. Yeah, you 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 block out fifteen minutes. I had sex with all the lights on. 
windows open. Ooh. Me, even when I was even at my skinniest, never ever in my million yeah. years, cold plunging. That's the power. Nice. <laughs> I'm happy. Thank you. That it 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 works, but I, I won't be convinced into doing it. I think I I'm, I'm positive enough about my body that I don't need. I'm gonna drag work. you with me at least once because I brought like I'll go fifteen yeah. people. Brand I, with me now. I went to. Um, my massage therapist would swear by cold showers. Yeah. But it's also like he's a big dude. Like he's six four and like two hundred sixty pounds. So you think he can handle it better than you can? I'm saying he's not at like nine percent body fat. Like yeah. I'm a I'm a skinny dude. Yeah. Like I yeah, popped yeah. in and he he was so adamant about the benefits. I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'll fucking try it. I'll try it. And his whole thing was like it's also a little hard when you have a, a nine to five. So his whole thing is like he'll he'll work because he's got his own business. He'll work out, shower, and then in the morning he'll do like. <laughs> <laughs> the whole balloon arch fell over. Very poor tape. The other side will fall soon. <laughs> yeah, just stick around. Um, Such good intentions. No, I mean it's, it's cute. It's we'll just gonna take a couple of seconds to we'll fix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then in the morning he'll do like thirty seconds to a minute cold shower, and then Amazing. right after do like fifty push ups or something like that. So he's like, "This is how you got to do it." And I'm like, "Okay." So I I showered the night before in the morning. I'm like, "All right, this is the day." I got in the cold shower. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't bad at all. I got out. It's <laughs> it like inched down a bit. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, I did the minute. I think I, I did slightly more, like a, a minute twenty, which Turn isn't yeah, which isn't much. Good. But I was like, this is nothing, right? Sure. Get out of the shower, do my fifty push-ups, easy. Um, I was cold the whole day. I was just I was just freezing. You're gonna be freezing after you cold plunge. I was just freezing the whole day. Yeah, like I was wearing four sweaters, and I was just freezing at work. I also, the thing is, I work in a lab that's that's uh, temperature controlled. Yeah. So it's consistently below where I'm comfortable at. You And you love a warm place. I love a warm place. Yes, yeah. I know. I remember. Yeah. Um, okay, cold so plunging might not me. be for you then. Yeah. But I'll do it. I'll do it. As, I think you do it once. Yeah. We'll go to like a I've 8 to it. 10 session in what? the night. Yeah. I've done like in the l- summer? lake ones where, you know, you just get in the nice But then lake. you immediately get to go in a sauna that's like 120 yeah. degrees, which is really nice. You, so you do that with a cold plunger? So the cycle is you cold plunge and then you sauna and then you cold plunge and then you chill around a fire with kombucha. And then you cold <laughs> that's plunge. That's the whitest thing I've ever no, heard you say. No, it's very big. <laughs> Leave me alone. I also go to spin class. No, no, no. I go to the juice truck and get my green juice. There's value I live in a it. good life. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta get pampered. Let's talk about what I wanted to talk about earlier, mm. which is Bumble. I'm in my weight gain era. Oh, okay. Regarding Bumble. Okay. Okay, so you know, it takes you might know that it takes a very special photo to make it onto your portfolio. And if you've yeah. had a dead year like I have, yeah. I haven't really like dressed up or gone out or like really done much in a while. I'm I, starting to now. I'm dreading like if if I get back on the apps. I'm dreading it because my hair is way shorter than all of my photos. Yes. I okay. look slightly okay. different than all okay. of my photos. So, so I get it. Realistically, yeah. I've gained about 15 pounds, which is normal for me. I fluctuate yeah. so quickly. It's ridiculous. All I need to do is focus for two weeks and you're like, wow, how did you lose 12 pounds? And I'm like, I don't know. My body just says that. 
Um, so right now I'm in my weight gain era and all of my photos on Bumble are in my skinny mini era, like borderline unhealthy era. I worry that that I'm catfishing people Mm. when in reality what's really happening is that photo of me is still very much me. It's nowhere near the best version of me. Right. But this amazing person that they're going to get is so confident that you're not even going to notice the difference. Ah, I Because I feel hotter today than I ever did. Right. When I was that skinny. Okay, see. I feel like it's catfishing though. Like, I feel I, like that's me making excuse, like, ah, ha, ha, hmm, ha, but like, in I see reality. what you're saying. Because I would probably put my old photos and then say my hair is shorter now. What do you want me to write in my captions? No, I, I don't know. Matter I, now? No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> that's why I use myself in a Zoom Now example. chubby. In my weight gain era. Like, that's what I should write. No, no. Okay, well, let me tell you. The guy that I recently yeah. met. And by recently, I it's mean in the, in the last month. Yes. Wow. I tried dating people organically. I'm a very chatty person. That's one thing I'm, I'm, I want to say. I'm almost jealous of you is how easy you make friends. I'm very charismatic. It's, yes. a, it's a good time. I, Stick with me. It's He's like, you're not charismatic. You're, <laughs> no, you are charismatic, but I don't think that's the quality that makes you find friends easy. Are you going to give me a compliment? Yeah. What is it? I think you're, you're very positive and open and welcoming. I think that's... Because I, I feel like I am charismatic, but in like a dark, like, <laughs> who's that guy yes. way. Not in like, oh my God, I want to be his friend. I want to hang out with him. Yeah. yeah. And more like, ooh, like. Macabre. What's going like, on there? Um, yeah. More like, um, uh, what is it? The wood. Uh, I feel like I want to say, it starts with an M. I don't know, like a, you're, I feel like you're, you're kind of like a, a, a pink blanket. That's like awesome. a pink soft blanket. Hey, we have one. Where everyone's like, oh my God, like I want to, I'm more like I'm putting that wooden on my, leather. I'm going to put that on my gravestone. Uh-huh. She was a pink soft blanket. Yeah. Because really at the end of the day, the only thing I want to be described as is kind. Yeah. Th- yeah. That's, that's what all is. I want to yeah. be is I want to be the kind. And I want it to come from a genuine place. Honestly, Alex, for a long time, I was kind to like get something. Mm read my posters around my house. You know what I right. mean? I was never kind from an authentic, genuine place, but these days I really feel like I am. But that's the thing. Like, even if it wasn't necessarily there before, because you're like that naturally, even if you were trying to use that to get somewhere, it still felt authentic, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't always inauthentic, but it, like... In some instances, yeah. I definitely had ulterior motives. Everyone does. But also, it became kind of exhausting because I never knew how to draw boundaries. Uh, and I was that person to everybody, even if they did not deserve that very best version of me. Right. And so it kind of felt cheap and it felt like it became like a trope almost. Everybody always like expected me to Just be this person. You, yeah. Be a nice soft blanket to everybody. And as soon as I had a little bit of a backbone or I had an opinion, it was so oh, problematic. There's, there's which bones is, in this blanket. Yes, that's yeah. why I think a really big reason why I was let go. I think it was a really big reason why a lot of things in my life changed. I wouldn't necessarily take blame for a lot of those things. No, but I think that there are a lot of changes that I needed to make in order to be a positive functioning adult that didn't hate herself. Right. I needed to learn how to draw boundaries and that process really sucks because Mm. a lot of 
times what you're doing when you're drawing boundaries is telling somebody that you love that you need a second from them. And it sucks when your mom's like wailing on the phone and you're like, this is a boundary we drew, remember? We're not talking about dad anymore, remember? Like, that fucking sucks. Nobody wants to have that conversation. And like I said, so many of my friendships have changed and that's because I've I've had to draw boundaries around that. Like, I I couldn't. Yeah, Mm. so... Um, anyways, sorry. I back to my Bumble that. thing. Yes. I guess I want your solid opinion. Mm-hmm. Do I need to retake some photos here or Ooh. do I need to? You said you fluctuate quite a bit. So maybe you can use a lot of those photos, but add like one more present photo. So that okay, so people I are like, oh, it's. There's like a couple where I'm super skinny mm-hmm. and a couple where I'm like, you know, kind of chubby. I think it also depends on what. If we're, if we're getting into, or like, if we're saying that, um, having old photos that don't necessarily represent what you, I'm, again, it's, you don't look that different, but I'm saying that if we agree on the fact that potentially having older photos is misrepresenting what you look like now, and, and if it is important to show what you look like now on dating apps then um i think it also depends on the photos because if you have um i mean there's certain outfits that (laughs) (laughs) that's a wrap on the balloon arch ladies and gentlemen (laughs) that's it when did you put them up like maybe half an hour before you came. Solid. Yeah, 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 yeah. They held in there. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Um, I think there's certain outfits that could uh, potentially... Like, for example, when I was on dating apps and I was looking at profiles, Yeah. I would... Uh, I've talked about this, but there's certain rules I had where like, I had to like, almost... like Not necessarily a bikini shot, but like I... You know, it's like baggy clothes or like not something that kind of is revealing. Hides. Oh. Not sorry, not hides, but uh, hugs mm-hmm. your body. Then I'd be like, well, it's something like are they hiding something or is something going Shade, on? That's shady. A little, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess you have a preference on body type, and you're allowed to have a preference on body type. I think it's more so. Partly yes, but it's also. Um, I feel that if someone does that, what I see or or what I read in between the lines, it's not so much that they're out of shape, is that they're insecure about being out of shape. Love that. So for because me, it's totally more important. Stepping into this like confidence. Yeah. 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 Sense. Exactly. Is that something that happens? Do you think due to shit that I've gone through, or do you think that's just because I I keep hearing about this? mysterious 30 when you turn 30 your sex is gonna get better you're gonna uh, be better you're and I'm really starting to understand how that's true because mm. I'm on the cusp very close and everything is just getting like better for me personally I that's feel just working shit out I great. think yeah. Um, yeah well it's hard to say for sure because I'm still obviously I'm gonna be working things out for as long as I live hopefully mm-hmm. well I mean, not in the sense of like struggling, but you know, figuring it's gonna things be a out, like learning yes. and stuff. 
And I think they say the reason why 30s is so exciting is because you're basically in your 20s, but you have all the resources and money and more money, more potentially knowledge about things and you're kind of more set in what you want to do. So those stressors aren't there. Yeah. And you can focus on, you know, enjoying things, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. I look forward to aging gracefully. I recently went and I paid a supersonic fortune teller. I was going to ask. Should what, I go? What's a supersonic? Should that I grab even, my phone and tell mean? you? Okay, so she charged me $150 yeah. for an hour reading. Yeah. I went to her house. We drank some coffee. Yeah. We talked about a few things and... Um, she really laid it out did for me. Did she do a thing with the coffee? Yes. Oh, she did? Oh, we dumped okay. it over. Okay. Sorry, I should explain. It was r- routine for me because it's very much rooted in like Turkish, Middle Eastern culture. And so you drink the Turkish coffee. It's very sludgy. Where I'm from, it's yeah. we're so close to Turkey. that You flip it upside down, you yeah. see all the drawings. So we did that. And then we also pulled my tarot cards. Mm-hmm. And at the end, we really just had a conversation. So we had this reading in February. Um mid-February, but she basically kind of hit all of the points without me really having to say much. I feel like I'm going to say things that I've said before. That are going to upset me, but they're not going to upset me anymore because... Not so much. I don't think they upset you (laughs) I was like so defensive. A little bit, maybe. Yeah. Which I I get why, Um, but I guess I'm a little bit more open to it now, so... And I'm a little bit more... Not closed off, I want to say. You want to manifest these beautiful yeah. things, but a, a bit more realistic, I right. think. Right, okay. So maybe I'll share with you some of the things that she said to me. If you'd like. Yeah, she said that, you know, in terms of work, something big is coming for me. I will be making more money in the very near future, but I need to be very careful with my dollars, which makes sense because we're in the middle of a recession mm. and I have this problem with overspending sometimes. So realistic. ADHD. Okay, yes, but it's super serious. Okay, so yeah. more specific things that she said... To me was, um, particularly around the dog, she kept talking about building a community and leveraging the dog to do that. Um, she said that wow, I need to tap into advice. like my apartment, I need to tap into my neighborhood. Yeah. And I really, and she said, what you need to do is start taking him for longer walks in the morning in specific. Okay. And so I started taking him for longer walks in the morning. Well, I'll tell you, oh. I started taking him for longer walks in the morning and when's the common time that everybody takes out their dog? Morning. Morning. You don't know their afternoon schedule no. at all. And so as soon as I started taking him out in the morning, we started making friends left, right, and center. So now we just dropped him off with neighbor Joey. We have neighbor Jamal that's upstairs. We nice. have Megan and, and Catherine across the street. Did she say like, oh, you need to Specifically, do it. it says uh, you need to build stronger routines, build a community, take Sully on longer yeah. walks, especially in the AM. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so reasonable. I mean, I... Should be a Things reader like too. Well, you're being so ridiculous because she gave me advice and it resonated with me. <laughs> you're being so rude. Maybe, okay, so maybe if I charged for my advice, people would take me more maybe, seriously. Maybe. Or you need to like switch up. You need a brand, everything. As magic. Okay, so maybe I can tell you what's happening in the future and then you and I can sit down and see if that's even something that comes true. Because she gave me a couple things that are going to happen sure. in the future. Sure. So she gave me really specific advice and she said, don't date, mm. do not date casually, mm-hmm. delete all of your dating apps. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find someone if I don't, and he's going to try and hold me back. 
that was the exact advice she she said. So that if right you now keep dating, you're gonna find someone. I think that's a very reasonable. Yes, but thing. she said that at this time, like that, a relationship is not serving you. No. Yeah. Because you're on a uh, like. I would say wild self-improvement like spike. Thank you. And you haven't plateaued. No, we're just going and up. looking at I I don't know why when I said plateau it made me think of there's um I think a podcast or a web series called Drunk History mm-hmm. and they're talking about like um basically terrible man like uh, Genghis Khan and Hitler and Sure that obviously did terrible things. But the one thing they were arguing is that Chinggis Khan actually pushed a lot of improvement in the world with, it's kind of like burning down uh, like a, a field so that new stuff can grow. Please don't compare what those people did to burning down a field. So new no, stuff no, 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 I, I'm not, I'm uh, sure. Hitler aside, I was just bunching big, but they're saying that during that time, uh, like a lot of the world was stagnant mm-hmm. and going through, basically not a lot of improvement so apparently calling a lot of people and and burning down villages helped usher in a new era afterwards so i'm saying right now you're on this spike of 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 self-improvement and and um like bringing in a partner is just figuring out and and, roadblock roadblock roadblock. and bringing in a partner would roadblock it but if you were to hit a plateau with that stuff (laughs) <laughs> potentially bringing a partner that would burn shit down would hit that spike. But you've already Again. got that. So I guess my question yeah. to you is, for me... This was more of a joke. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah. What do you see, like, my ideal partner? What are the top three characteristics that that person so needs to have? I think before that... Um, Um, I think right now a big proponent of you need to figure out what you need around you first Mm -hmm. without like necessarily other people in close relationships. So if you need a stronger community, then you need good friends. If you need uh, like your job security and financial stuff to be in order, you know, you need to focus on that. If you need um, maybe to be healthier physically then you need to pick up some sort of like physical hobby or or some sort of you know whatever it may be if you need uh to to feel better like wellness wise mentally wise then you need to focus on that and then once those things are are set and in place and you're you're happy with the way you are and how things are going then you can look at a partner do you think that everybody manages it that way that they have to be at like no and and that's is that why relationships are problematic yeah because i i think one of the bigger um things that i learned from my relationships is that no one really completes someone no that's impossible yeah like looking for someone to fill i don't necessarily agree with you and Mm. this could be because of the diagnoses that I have had since we've spoken last, but something that I'm recognizing is the way that my ADHD presents itself, a component of is teamwork. I have Mm. to do things in a partnership in order to be successful. Right. I think that's why relationships like Joey from downstairs work so well, because he has a dog. I have a dog. Let's take our dogs Mm. for a walk. Um, 
in order for me to maybe get to a point where I'm like hitting my physical peak, I would need to have a friend like you mm. that's at the gym every day that's down to be like, hey girl, let's go to the gym. We're going to meet there at seven. Right. Um, I could probably get there if I triple my medicine dosage and like focus on just going to the gym. Yeah. But that's obviously one, not safe and two, not sustainable. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I agree with you that you need to at least have the best intentions for all the right. like buckets, I guess, that you have for yourself. Um, do you need to be at a hundred percent in order to get a partner? No, because then I think everybody would be right. alone. I agree with you. And, um, what I said earlier, that's why I brought in the community part of the friends. Cause I think a lot of the, those needs can be met through, like you said, your your neighbor with a dog or a friend with the gym. Um, a lot of people are trying to get those things through uh, a romantic partner. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, A, in a lot of cases, too much to put on one person. Because it's kind of like this genie that solves all your problems. Or like you know, completes you in all certain ways. How about not a completion, but like a teamwork partnership? Teamwork is okay. Yeah. Uh, I think as long as it's not in all those areas. No. You... Maybe it's also my dysfunction where I, I, I don't want to rely on just one Would you believe me if I told you that's how marriages kind of work? Is it? Whoa. Yeah. You're like, what should we have for dinner, babe? What When are we going to go for grocery shopping, babe? Oh, how are we going to pay for rent, babe? Everything is like a joint decision. I'm sure there are successful marriages that don't have everything as a yeah. joint decision, but a lot of marriages are like very codependent. Okay. Where My husband and I were very codependent on one another. But that's also before you went through this. Even then we would make each other dinner still and we would still give each other basic no, no. courtesy and respect. Like R- right. we would grocery shop together. That's, everything was so totally new for fine. me when I came and started living by myself. I'm not saying you have to shop only for yourself and make sure you just feed yourself when you're in a marriage. I just mean like things that um, kind of focus on other aspects of your life. Like just because, say, you want to maybe get, let's say as a hypothetical example, you want to um, get more physically active, Mm -hmm. right? And you're maybe thinking of spin class. Sure. That doesn't mean that your partner has to be into spin. No, That's but believe I mean. it or not, there are some relationships where every single thing you're into, your partner's into too, and they do everything together. Yeah, there are some marriages and, and, like and that. And for some people, that works. Yeah, I think that I am quite um, independent when it comes to me too. I like to do a lot stuff. of things by myself too. But I'm also quite. Um, I guess defensive when it comes to my things. Like I'd like to have my, my things. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think it, originally I was like, it would be fantastic if I found someone who's into all of the things that I'm into. Mm-hmm. But then I think the podcast was actually one of the first things where I was like, maybe and podcasting and video games where I was like, it's normal if whoever I'm seeing uh, doesn't, necessarily like I don't want my girlfriend or wife or partner to like be into podcasting necessarily yeah that's or, your like, thing listen to the podcast all okay the time. let me or, tell like, you let me tell you a little anecdote right so this guy that I'm dating for our third date I took him to the cold punch place of course okay. I did 
And we had hung out with a couple of friends prior who had gone to the cold plunge place before. They were like hyping me up. Like mm. she's a fucking monster in there. She's nuts. Like don't try and kill yourself. That's and I good. told them too. I'm like, yeah. don't, don't try and do yeah. something yeah. just to do something. Like yeah. it's all good. Motherfucker for the first time sits for eight minutes, maybe even eight and a half. Crushes it. I just make a joke. Like, oh, yeah. he really wants to get laid. Like, ha ha ha. I did actually think I slept with him for the first time after that. Like, <laughs> he, earned, he earned it. He earned it. Yeah. Um, he never caught that day. I had a bad day. I think my yeah. longest was like maybe six minutes. It was raining. I was cold yeah. in my soul, like the way you were talking about. And, um, he never commented on it when mm. we came back and the group was still here. We were playing Mario Kart. He never said it out loud. He never mentioned it ever again. It's still my thing. And he's just a participant when I want him to come. Yeah. I think that's incredible. Totally amazing. Yeah. So when we were talking about things that I think I need in a relationship, I need a hype man like that. It's good. I also need someone to worship the ground I walk on. A what? Someone that worships the ground I walk on. <laughs> no, honestly, like I've really thought about it. I want simp energy. Yeah. I want to live a softer life. I, I want this person to walk energy. past Brecca's and be like, she loves a tiramisu. Yeah, no, that's, I think that's... Gorgina Flowers, let me bring some home for her. I want someone to be like, oh, she's been talking about cleaning out her car forever. Let me do that for her. Mm. I want to live a softer life. And I'm not talking about that financially. No, I don't know why you're laughing at me. My whole life I've supported my friends, my family, the men in my life. I've done everything for everybody. I want someone to do something for me. Yeah. And there are men out there that I think, partners out there that I think would genuinely, like, they're into that. They want to do that. And that's how, what their love language is. Mm. So I just have to find someone whose, like, love language is acts of service and mine is receiving gifts. Like, <laughs> that's it. I think I agree with you uh, and I think that's a reasonable request do you see that for me just living like a softer life so what I wanted what I was going to say is okay the, the water bottle just doesn't want to stay up uh, never happened to me before and never no ever it, it has happened. It has happened for sure. That's why I said it that way. Um, what I was going to say, I don't know why I started the whole statement so awkwardly, like I was disagreeing with you. I, I wasn't. Um, I, I got this thought halfway through what you were saying that I think that's totally normal, assuming that you bring something to the table that kind of, you know, is, is a partnership. Of course. And that's where I was going to say you, you bring so much to the table I'm not within just, that dynamic. I'm not just vibing, receiving gifts. Exactly. I'm sucking dick for those gifts. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 no, I think that there's like, should be a positive give and take in a relationship based off of what your love language is on. Yeah. And I think that I've identified, and I was like embarrassed for a little bit. Like who wants to be the bitch that's like receiving gifts? Like, mm. okay, get your head out of your ass. But no, like I love a trinket. Imagine me to be a crow. A crow sees a trinket and brings it to its baby crows. I've been trying to like domesticate a crow things. for so long. They're sick and they have a lot of like problems. They are diseases. sick. Diseases. And they remember you forever. No, not all. Like avian I, flu diseases. I want one even more. That's fucked up. Maybe a raven. Yeah. Is what you're thinking about. Okay, that's not on the streets. At least not here. Is it my toxic trait where I just want to... It's kind of like... Uh, Oh, God. This guy it's wants kinda, a raccoon. No, it's kind of like those guys that start dating, like, dancers. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Okay. But they're like, I'll change them. I'll, like, bring them to the, you know. That's kind of like if someone tries to date you. 
Whoa. Whoa, shots fired. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 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 You're the one that said you're going to be working on your problems forever. No, I'm no, I'm just kidding. I know what you were saying. Way. I'm just making a joke that was not that funny. It didn't stick. Alex, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> I, I think uh, it's good to know what you want. And um, I think uh, focusing on that and making it non-negotiable is a way to, to get what you want. I finally kind of have my list together. Nice. So like what my non-negotiables are. are you, has it been updated since? I think we went through a few of those things. Um, last time. It's, I think it's been upgraded. I think what's it's been more top? realistic. Oh, okay. So Much more realistic. What's the... I would like someone who's kind, just like me. Yeah. Someone who can meet my love languages. Okay. And somebody who... So you, you said receiving gifts. Um, so what's, uh, okay. What's... A- uh, acts of service. Yeah. What, that's really what it is. Is I don't. I feel like receiving gifts is like an abundance of stuff. I don't want stuff. Yeah, you want... I want you to be like, I want you to be like, I thought of you. Yeah. Like I was thinking of you. Mm. You are an important part of my day to day, you know? So I would call it acts of service and physical touch. All the men say that on Bumble when you talk to them, they like, their icebreakers like, Hey touch. babe, what's your love languages? Mine is um, physical touch. And you're yeah. like, yeah, of course. Um, for me, it's like more of like, I want to feel your presence. But that's <sighs> physical touch isn't about sex necessarily it actually i think it has nothing to do with sex almost i agree with you yeah in this context i agree because i i met a few people whose uh love language is physical touch and it had almost nothing to do with sex it's just like a presence sick (laughs) (laughs) he hated it no I, i i liked it did yeah. you? Yeah, because I think mine is physical touch. You're right? always, you were always touching me before. You always like had your yeah. hand on. Well, the, one part the problem of my body. with love languages is that normally whatever your love language is is also the love language you're used to talking in mm-hmm. because you just naturally assume that how you want to receive love is how other people want to receive love. Yes. So that's why I'm quite physical when it comes. It was to, very comforting, yeah. and I think that's what kind of made me understand the difference between what the physical touch I thought was versus what it was. Mm. Yeah. It's really just someone's presence. I do like my partner to be nearby. Like, yeah. I think that's really important to me. Um, what are the other ones? Please remind me. Uh, there's quality time, access service, uh, words of affirmation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to hear it. When I'm having sex, I need to hear it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A lot. Right. Other than that, but I please know. What about... How many times do we have to say I love you in a day? That, but that's not words of affirmation. Words of affirmation is not I love you. I words of affirmation is like It's more so like... You um, are beautiful. You're so kind. Look how many friends you're okay, making. Okay, I guess that's nice. Aw. That would be nice if someone was just like, that's, you're so kind. You're so good with your dog. It was so, it was so be- well behaved when I walked Maybe in. my love languages are all of them. I mean, so... The idea, I think, behind love languages, and I'm no expert, is that it, everyone can receive love in all of those, mm-hmm. but there's like top two or three that you absolutely I think it's need access service to for get me to for the sure. top. Yeah, it's acts of service for me for sure. Mm-hmm. I need to make. I need to know that you. I'm just like 
in your aura the same way you are in mine. Mm. Yeah. And it can, that sounds a little bit selfish maybe, but just show me that you care. And I think it's because I've never had a partner that have gone, that has gone the distance to Mm. really do that um, consistently. So we'll see. I'm thinking in terms of my, um, hmm. I think for me, it would, um, I'm just thinking like in terms of acts of service. That would sometimes stress me out. <laughs> Cause I'm like, what's your motive? If someone's like, hey, like So that was the first thing I was thinking. Because yeah. this guy was just being nice, like unsolicited. Yeah. And I'd be like, what you, I'd call my friend Hope want? and be like, another slice of cake. Like, what's going on? Yeah. He brought me two this time. Like, yeah. what's happening? Um, I was definitely suspicious, but no, super suspicious. Come on, dude. Like, let's be real with one another. The yeah. dating scene out there is not great. No, uh, no. I mean, I think the guy I dated before I this think guy for got women, s- it's a lot harder. Why do you think that is? I, I think because, um, there's a lot more pressure on women. Um, in terms of society and in terms of what, um, society says you should have or, or, or should be around in terms of like, you have to find a man that takes care of you sure. and all of that. Now all of a sudden I want that. I'm like, well, please take care of me. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so exhausted. Uh, and then, I have a friend. Yeah. Her name is Rebecca. And she, on International Women's Day, it was mm-hmm. so iconic, Alex, on all of her dating profiles, she was like, 50 bucks if you want to talk to me. And people were sending her money. Like, <laughs> you can be iconic if you want That's to That's pretty sick. No, good for her. Yeah. It was International Women's Day after all. Mm. I think my dating strategy is one person at a time. I've not like deactivated anything, but I'll be real with you. I haven't really been chatting with anybody else at all because I just... I can't really focus on more than one person at a time. So if this one pans out, cool. I don't even know what pans out looks like. Mm. Like in my opinion, what's happening right now is my ideal situation. Which is? Hanging out with a consistent person. Okay. Yeah. And maybe you can help me with this. Why is it that when I think about titling or anything like that, I literally feel physically ill and I can never imagine myself... Um, like as someone's girlfriend or as someone's partner, like I really can't see that for me anytime in the near future. Like it, that feels like a really weighted commitment. It's not that I'm afraid of that commitment. Mm. Um, I know what that commitment entails. I think to the extreme, obviously, but I think there's a lot of weight in introducing someone as your partner when you've been in a failed marriage. Yeah. And when you talk yeah. as much shit about your friends' boyfriends as I do, <laughs> <Because> <laughs> yeah, you love my bad. I'm a gossip. I it. think that's what I was going to refer to. Probably. Well, you you said that you know what that commitment looks at, uh, like at extreme level or like at the top the level, top as, level as men, yeah. which I think is true. But also, you, you kind of know what it looked like for you with that specific person. Oh, for sure. I have no idea what a healthy marriage looks like, but I'm sure it's beautiful. Jealous. I wouldn't know either. Yeah, get them girls. Um, but maybe there's certain um, like either freedoms or boundaries that you're afraid or like not necessarily afraid, but concerned that might be 
either going away or, or being um, infringed mm-hmm. if you were to give that commitment? Well, then all of a sudden we're opening up a lot of cans of worms here. I have exactly. to be considerate of like my schedule. Right. I have to be considerate of my dog. Yeah. I have to suddenly open up my home. You know, this person yeah. can come into my home whenever they want. They can sleep here whenever they want. Kind of. That's like, not true. After a while, is that not the case? You kind of just amalgamate into one. No, you don't have to. But that's the thing. That's like, cruel if the other person wants that. Then you want to make sure that you both want similar things, or you're on the same page. When I it don't comes want to, to commit that. to saying that I want that though, because I feel as though that's a really big form of self sabotage that I'm on what recently. Is- well, you know, I was so panicked about this situationship that I'm in about like, oh my God, why is he bringing me trinkets? When in reality, I fucking love trinkets. Yeah. Um, and then I got like thinking about this notion that, you know, one day maybe he'll be my boyfriend and then I have to leave him space in the closet and he could leave a toothbrush here. And then I just like panicked, mm-hmm. geared myself to end it with this guy and then hung out with him, and I was like, but he's lovely. Like, I, I really enjoy hanging out with him. And so I know that a big part of it is just, like, trauma, kind of PTSD, rearing its ugly head and being like, let's high-bosh a good thing before it turns into a bad thing. Yeah. So it's been taking a lot of self-discipline and practice, not to spiral, which I think my new medication really supports me with. That's great. Yeah. Um, Go get diagnosed, girls. And, Honestly, and boys. And boys. Everybody. At this, at this point. Um... I think that maybe because, and again, I'm, I'm maybe wrong, but um, because you were married and mm-hmm. marriage is such a big commitment in terms of, um, you know, legally, financially, and on all those levels, and you can't just back out out of it yeah. very quickly, like you found out. Um, I'm still in it. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Uh, Why don't you think he'll sign? No, Alex, it's gone to as far as like, I paid for everything. I delivered papers to his door. All he had to do was sign. He has 30 days to do so. There you go. Just wait never for 30 got back, days. Never got back to me. 30 days are like almost up. Like That's fine. Two days, I think. Well, the thing with laws is if he's got 30 days to do it, he's got I just 30 don't, days I'm, to do I, it. Even if it's an inconvenience and you don't have the time. Listen, I've been plenty friendly about this and yeah. I'll continue to be plenty friendly about this. This is just like a thought that I'm having. Okay. It's, so Follow my thought process for a second. Yeah. You're with someone new. You're yeah. starting a new life. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe you're busy with work. Maybe you don't have the time. Everybody has a vacation day. Everybody has a sick day. Why wouldn't you want to make this a priority so everybody can move on and just... We owe nothing to one another. There is no law that's going to make him or yeah. me have to pay each other out. Or f- If anything, now I can fight for the dog with the new law that's dropped. I'll never do that. I've moved on yeah. while I'm moving on, but still. I just don't understand why you wouldn't put pen to paper and sign three lines. That's it. It's three yeah. or four lines of your signature and just put it to rest. That's tough. Two years later. But I'm also probably not the best person to talk to about this. because why? Because when I, when I drive on the highway and someone in front of me drives on at the speed limit and won't switch into the right lane, mm. I get so annoyed. So mad. So I you get mad at the people. smallest thing. Yeah. And that seems like a big... Yeah. I've been handling it like a pro. I've been you so have. polite. I really have been like as polite as possible following up, you know, in, in yeah. like, you know, every month or so and just but. hoping for the best because honestly, Alex, 
I have no bitterness in my heart anymore. Like yeah, I, yeah, when yeah. I tell you I've completely released that, I wish him nothing but the best. I hope him and his new partner are living the dreams that we wanted to have yeah. with our dog. Like I really, when I left him, I said the following words. I hope you find someone that sucks your dick a lot. And please, God, I would never suck his dick. And he deserved it so much sometimes. Please. <laughs> Whatever your name is, girl. I know what your name is. I'm not going to put you on blast. Yeah, 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 Suck yeah. his dick. Yeah, um, uh, that would be amazing. What I was going to say. Just sign the paperwork. At <laughs> least they're being consistent based on, you know, the, the interactions I've heard about in terms of taking their time with things. So... Yeah, anyways, but... Okay, what do you have to say about that? Let's have a chat. Boys versus... Uh, this feels so weird, like, still having boys versus girls conversations. Okay, some people versus other people. Yeah. How quickly you get over a relationship. Oh. Why is it that there are some groups that are able to, like... He he fully moved on within, I think, six weeks. Was dating someone new, living his life. It took me a year and a half. And this is just apples to oranges, like, yeah. one situation. I'm sh- There's a million situations just like ours. Why does that happen? I think one of the one of those could be, and I've been in a scenario like that where the relationship might be over in one person's mind way before the, the relationship is. One would over. argue that the relationship was over in my mind much sooner than it was in his mind. He was fighting tooth and nail to the bitter end. Ah, yes. Then maybe once it was done, it was done for That's him. crazy. Yeah. I think that that really set back a lot of my healing for a couple of reasons. One. I saw photos of them unsolicited, mm. shared by a friend who got an earful, um, just because it was something that she saw and she thought that I should see. Clearly, I had a very visceral reaction. Had right. to thug her out. Please never do that again. Um, so that's one. Two, it felt worse for me in my like healing journey to kind of have these like thoughts of like seven years of my life and I was replaced. And there's so much music that just is so on on par. Like, so many sad songs that are like, two months to replace us. Like, it was easy. Like, okay, thanks, Selena Gomez. Thanks for breaking my heart. But I just felt so discarded, I guess. It's like, yeah. unimportant. Yeah. Unimpactful. Low. Like, almost like you feel like you're now worth just nothing. somebody that precisely and I understood what I was giving up when I you know asked for the divorce Mm. that I would lose the right to kind of knowing about his life etc that's been a tough pill to swallow but I'm able to move on you know like I wish him the best I hear he has a new new job all these new things good for you just I just can't quite understand I I think a lot of it from my experience Mm -hmm. is internal yeah we're like it's not necessarily that the person does you, but makes you feel a certain way. The person kind of exposes how you feel internally about things going on in it's life. It's a gross little mirror. Yeah. yeah. I think, too, there is such a serious air of finality to signing divorce papers. Like, it's all really done and dusted. I try not to think that he has that sort of thought process because then that makes me sad because yeah. I signed them over a team meeting, team's meeting like when I was no longer in my spiral mode. I'm like, oh my God. I'll tell you the actual story. Sully was dicking around yeah. with something in his mouth and I'm like, this fucking dog. Like one second, Rebecca, <laughs> put my turn around. He has a pen in his mouth and I'm like, guess who needs a pen? This bitch. <laughs> 
go to my dining room table, get my divorce papers, put the headphones back on. Hey, sorry, Rebecca, I was chewing on a pen. Yeah, what were you saying? Signed. Done. Done. Post-it noted every place you needed to sign. And then hung on to them for maybe two weeks, was feeling a bit sad about it, and then shipped them off. I think what makes or helps me in situations that are kind of, not necessarily... I won't. I I skipped my first divorce, so I, you it's, did, yeah. It's not that I was married and I didn't, or like I was planning on the timing. Kind of makes just sense. the timing was yeah. like I yeah. Uh, I chose a different path and uh, creativity. <laughs> just slutting around and uh, uh, creativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creatively doing mm-hmm. it, if anything. But um, what what um, kind of helps me? I feel sometimes to to get through similar-ish situations, at least on the emotional level, mm-hmm. is this book I read. Um, it was kind of slightly hokey about how it was like a mix of like Buddhism and spirituality and all that. And it was talking about the mostly uh, circumstances mm-hmm. in which you grew up or were born into. And it was on a higher level talking about how you as like your spiritual energy to grow in that realm needed the experience. So you chose the family you were born into. I feel that sort of like viscerally in my soul. So essentially you needed to go through this experience to grow. And that's no, I feel... I, do you see this wolf on my sweater? Yeah. Howling at the moon? Yeah. This is my feel better sweater, but I've never related anything to anything more. I am this wolf these days. I feel terribly enlightened. And I say terribly because of the circumstances it took for me to get here. Right. I'm less naive. My head is less in the clouds. When I think when you first met me, like everything was frou-frou. Like, ah, ha, ha. It's mm. all going to be fine. I'm recognizing now that that's not the case, but it's made me a lot more, I think, realistic and a lot more, I get along with people better now because I'm a more realistic person. It's, it's no longer just Howl's world and everybody lives in butterflies and rainbows and we, like people used to There's come here for an escape. For no, for sure. And that's, yeah. however, yeah. that's only offered for people who deserve that energy. And, and I true. draw very strict boundaries because that's mine to protect. That's yeah. my glitter that I add to the world. So it's been a journey. But where I was going with that is um, because you're sort of, at least I I think that maybe because your experience with a, commit, a committed relationship essentially ended in that, mm-hmm. and that's how you see it, like all those uh, sort of top things that you need to get through to end it is what um, sort of, maybe creates a bit of anxiety getting into a relationship because you're like, oh, I'm going to, like, if it doesn't work out, I'm going to have to deal with all of these things. The fallout, But that's not necessarily the case with uh, a relationship at the beginning because you can end it at any point. True. Without having to sign paperwork. Yeah. Like... I think, too, like I said earlier, I unfortunately, gotta eat my words, talked a lot of shit about friends partners and what they brought to the table well here's the thing what we have to keep in mind again twofold one i was an incredibly bad mental place where all men were trash look at the relationship i had just gotten out of look at the way that i was treated yeah two 
I was very, very ill. Like I was not properly medicated mm. at all. I was stream of conscious talking about literally everything and anything. It was problematic. I had no filter. I didn't have the mental capacity to put a filter on it. So of course I do feel quite badly for my actions. I feel like I have apologized to all the right people. However, now it's just sort of reminded me that there's a standard of expectation that I have for my partner and how they present themselves and who they are as a person in groups of people that are really important to me. Mm. And that scares me because then it opens up the door to criticism from those people because I've given them so much criticism in the past. And honestly, Alex, like I can't really handle that right now, especially with something that is like so new, so fresh and so scary for me. Right. Even like trusting someone after I had sex with him for the first time, that was the first person that I was intimate with since that sad incident that occurred. Fucking cried and cried and cried for like two days straight. And it wasn't even PMS time. It was just like really overwhelming. Mm. So to introduce something like that that's sort of like fragile and fresh to criticism and all the things that I know that I deserve because karma comes back around. I do. I talk shit. So I kind of deserve people to talk shit back if they have shit to say. Like that's just the way the world goes. Doesn't matter. He could be the nicest person in the world and Mm. people are still going to have something to say. I'm just not ready for that criticism. I want to stay in like my cute little bubble forever and ever and ever and ever. Mm. And that's it. I think that, I mean, obviously in a, in a friendship, there is, uh, there should be a place for criticism, but also there needs to be trust that someone would, um, at least listen, empathize, and and give, if needed, advice that isn't critical per se. Sure. So maybe, I didn't do those things. Though. No, that but that's that's okay. My bad. Because from what I remember, it's not like you didn't try at first. I did. And they were not open to feedback. No. And so it seems that, not seems that, but from what I got, it was more so um, as a result of them not hearing you, the criticism came after. Mm -hmm. It was sort of like, it got to this point, this climactic point of like, you're going to say something or you're not, but I love this person, so I'm going to say something. It came out really fucking rough because I hung on to it for so long. That's something that being on medication has definitely supported which I think is fabulous. I no longer really, if I do let things fester, I'm a really effective communicator Mm. when it comes to how I'm so much more cognizant rather than, rather than like giving information the same way, right? We give love. I give, I used to give information in the way that I thought that I would like to receive it, which Mm. is sometimes like cold hard and to the point. Um, now I'm understanding that that's not everybody receives information in the same way. That's a very valuable life lesson to learn. And so I think that, having people that are able to do that with you uh, could be a good sort of medium to discuss this with. Sure. Because like you said, it's new and you don't want it to be maybe soiled by how you potentially see some people would criticize it. Is this still a dating podcast? I mean, it's always relatable cool okay yeah that's why i'm bringing this up like we could literally talk about my career we could talk about a million other things we don't have to i mean it's i i feel like that's a big and important question like i think it's important to that's how people get and stay in abusive relationships where they're like "Mm, my friends won't understand 
and then they don't share and then they just yeah. end up in this like cycle of like I don't want to share because they'll just talk shit and then this is not what I'm looking for like I love them mm-hmm. yeah things happen but I still love them in the end they're with me blah 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 and so having someone who's able to listen and not necessarily criticize right away and kind of be open to understanding what's happening and how you feel about it would be a good place to start at least manifest that into the universe for me will you always thank you i yeah. really appreciate it it could be on the dog walk you know fingers crossed yeah Maybe i mean I, nice I don't know if that's that's what that's what i do where like instead of finding necessarily someone who i trust enough to be open and all of that i find a stranger like that Richard I, at the dog park. Yeah. I tell I, him everything. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And he that tells like, me everything. Even if, you know, something went wrong, I can just move on. And that's not <laughs> the best. It kind of feels strategy. like I'm sitting at a bar by myself. Yeah. Which you'd be so proud of me is something that I do yeah. these days. Would you believe me if I told you I went to a concert by myself? I think. Wow. A concert. That's wow. On the floor, I went to see Louis Capaldi and He's the most incredible vocalist. Put him on my card like Seth Rogen, my hall pass. Okay. Interchangeable, Louis Capaldi or Seth Rogen, yeah. whoever I run That's into another first. thing that your dog now reminds me of is Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen? Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Well, let's call him Seth. Oh, more decorations. <laughs> um, I've been putting myself in these situations because I feel like it's essential to my growth, like you and I were talking about. And now... Do you remember that iconic scene of um, Macaulay Culkin? Is that his name? Macaulay? Macaulay? Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. I'm home alone. Not Macaulay. How many fucking Macaulay Culkins do you need to have in your name? That's enough. It's too many, yeah. He's in the house and then he walks out and it's like in the middle of the day. So you're like, Kate pussy, like it's the middle of the day. Yeah. But he's wearing his red jumper and he's like, I'm not afraid anymore. Yeah. I'm literally going to get that tattooed because... That so resonates with me. Like I'm, ju- I just feel like I'm not afraid anymore. I'm not afraid to go to Louis Capaldi and sit on the floor alone. I took myself to a candlelight symphony on Valentine's Day because it's Sick. what I wanted to do. Yeah, not afraid of that shit anymore. Go see movies. Go sit at bars alone. It's awesome. Thank you. Would you have ever thought? Uh, I, I mean, I call always call Spain a Spain. Call Spain a Spain. Probably not, but I feel like I've, 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 I've tried to bring it up every now and then to be like hey maybe you should it'll be fine yeah and it's fine i'm not afraid yeah. anymore yeah yeah that's how i feel sick i have a question for you yes on july 1st i'm getting my hand tattooed okay is that a cool energy is that like out? fingers later yeah. just hand for now hand up at the top right here i feel like I you got already this one. have a couple of hand tattoos so it looks, it's gonna look pretty sick i think yeah i'm gonna get a little angel baby um, I would, uh, potentially, I mean, is like that, a Cupid. I was going to say like looking at the industry you work in and if there's people around that Oh, I work in a very blue collar industry. But then it's like, is that the right way of looking at the world? Like, no. Oh, if everyone, if, if there's at least one other person that did that. What if I was the person that did that? Damn. No, to be honest with you, I feel like if a company didn't want to hire me because of my tattoos, that's not a company I want to work for anyways. Wow. I don't think that's uh, what Ahala from the first episode would ever say. No, I don't know her. And she's awesome. She's so <laughs> fabulous. Confidence to rock a bitch. 
what else is going on in my life? What should I update you on? We were talking about my wedding planning business last time. Yeah. So that's effectively shuttered its doors. <gasps> I put that on the shelf. You oh, know, no. I still love love. And yeah. one day I would love to own a consulting firm. But right now it's not the time. Yeah. I'm tired of breaking my back. And honestly, I don't really need the financial support anymore. So I'm okay to skip it. That's perfect. Um, What else did we talk about last time that I can update you on? Well, it's so cool that we actually did talk about quite a few things that we talked about last time, including another visit to a mystic person. Yes. We have Uh, to carry that theme around. Uh, Dating. And uh, yeah. I love that. I, I think what do we have? I, I think we might be good. Yeah, we're we're pretty Are good. Are we over? Yeah, no, so we're not over, but yeah. See you again in two years, motherfuckers. <laughs> I want this episode to be titled "I'm Back, Bitch." <laughs> I'm back, bitch. I think there's a there's actually a part where which I really loved was uh, you saying that you need simp energy and I think that's going to be the name of the episode I need simp energy yeah, yeah. if you are a simp and you're interested in dating me please give me a call directly <laughs> at Alex's phone number and he will connect us have a good one bye-bye. bye bye bye